What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Dragon's Den, provided by Sideshow Conversations. It's your boy, Val. And again, with my guest today, Jay Dog. How you doing, Jay? I'm doing very good. Very good, very good. Today, we're going to be um, reviewing and giving our reactions to Dragon Ball Super, episode 123. And um, J Dog wasn't in the last episode, but just a brief, a brief, 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 brief brief review on how you felt about last episode's 122. Um, that was when we seen... With the animation and everything. When Vegeta got a little whooped. Yes. Yeah. I love the animation. Um, I think that it was... I think it's good for, like, huge battles. I don't think it's something I would want to see all the time. Okay. I think I'd like to say that for special battles. Okay. So, like... As far as the animation goes? Yeah. Okay. So, like, every time Goku and Jiren spar off, okay. that'd be cool. Or, oh, um, the last, what was it, Universe 3? Or no, was it 11? I think it was Universe 11. Yeah, when Universe 11 had their, um, what, what was their warrior called? Well, um... The thing that combined... You're not talking about Doctor, um... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, that guy. yeah. When the universe, all the robots, and, yeah. and that one doctor. It would have been good with that. That would have been cool, too. Yeah, the animation was pretty crisp. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I enjoyed the music. I enjoyed the animation. I enjoyed a different direction. It was nice to see something different for the new year. But um, this is episode 123, and um, I, I, I don't say this is a filler episode, but I feel like there were some, some lagging points, but I also feel like there were some important parts of this episode, too. How did you feel all together with this episode? Yeah, I felt the same way. I felt like this episode could have did better, but it gave enough to make it a good episode. Like, Vegeta... I, I honestly wasn't expecting Vegeta to stand up in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I thought he was done uh, for a good minute. I thought he was going to be laying down for a hot minute. But He was laying down for a hot yeah. minute. <laughs> <laughs> he was. When he got up, I was like, oh, look at you. How do you feel Goku, little by little, not not... I guess going toe to toe with Jiren, but at least holding his own in his own right against Jiren, um, which with every new battle he goes through. Well, I definitely feel like Jiren is still holding back, but oh, I, I also feel like Goku has gotten stronger in his base blue form. Yeah, as have Vegeta, and it's nice. It was nice seeing them fight together. Um, it was nice seeing that. I, I honestly don't think that Vegeta is going to get Ultra Instinct anymore. I um, but I'm happy about that. Okay. Because I like to see Vegeta get his own progress, and not just exactly like Goku, but a step behind. I, I, yeah, I, I can definitely see that. Um, I definitely see where people um, are very divided with Dragon Ball Super, especially with this episode. Dragon Ball Z and Dragon Ball um, have always been about battles where people are stronger than you, and you have to overcome strength. Where and just Dragon Ball Super, what I've been seeing, especially with the Tournament of Power, is very tactical. Everything yeah. you're doing is very smart. It's balanced fighting. It's trying to, to outmaneuver the next opponent. Kind of like how martial arts really is. And I like that. I like to see Goku not as his big brute power, but being a tactician on the field. You see him when he's doing the landmine experiments of, you know, throwing little power grenades all over the field, waiting for Jiren to step on him. Even though Jiren really didn't, he kind of no soul that just walked right through it. It was nice to see Goku not, not to say he's never been smart, but just acting 
I guess, more as a tactician rather than a brute. How would you feel about that? I liked it because it was like, kind of brings back the beginning of Goku. Like, okay. As far as Dragon Ball, he was always out learning techniques. Yeah. Learning martial arts, learning yeah. how to fight, surpassing. Yeah, it was about surpassing his teachers, but it wasn't about surpass. It wasn't always about surpassing his teachers in knowledge. Yeah. I mean, in power. It was also about the knowledge, like, oh, I know this technique, I know this technique, I know this technique. And he still today uses King Kai's technique, which is pretty cool. Yeah, perfecting it. It's not like it's been nullified. Well, we'll sidetrack that for a little bit and go to um, another fight happening with Tapo taking on Gohan in 17. And even though it was probably like, what, maybe two or three minutes we saw that fight, we, we saw some healthy... Conversations between Goku and Seventeen, especially with Gohan trying to treat Seventeen like Piccolo um, as a tag team partner, and Seventeen's like, "Nah, we're not that. We don't have that chemistry whatsoever." Yeah, I like that they pointed that out, and I like that that doesn't work. Yes, because that means that either that means anybody could do that then, right? Yeah, that would that would mean that anybody could do that. But the fact that they can't means like they're gonna have to kind of do a one on one, right? Or at least have someone play a lesser role in the fighting. Well, not even that as well, too. Um, more so that you you don't know how to how to really fight with this person. You don't have that chemistry whatsoever. Heck, Gohan's probably never seen Seventeen since the Android Saga. So it's it, it's true that they should like you know try to come up with a plan, which they did. Yeah. Uh, when they have that little conversation, I'm like, hey, we don't have that chemistry, but listen, this is what we could do. I'm going to do this, and then you come out with an attack like that. So, yeah, I like the fact that they're trying to throw a strategy into this, to try to formulate a plan to take out Tapo, which almost worked. We saw Seventeen use his energy spear to trap Tapo in there with him, and then Gohan use a Kamehameha. And um, I don't know. It, it didn't work, but did you like the plan? Did you think that was something that... Oh, yeah. yeah? It was a great plan. Gohan's just too soft, and he's like, oh, no, he's hurting Seventeen. Let me stop. Was that what it was? Yeah, because he only had to go a little bit more, but he's seen Seventeen, like... Yell out in pain. But the plan like, oh, was for Seventeen to say, yeah, hey, drop us both out. Yeah. I don't, for some reason, Gohan is just like too emotional and pulled back. Well, well, why do you think that is? Even with, with stakes this high, why do you feel that Gohan still is this emotional wreck the way he is? He's still a basket case. Uh, honestly, like even given the preview of the next episode, uh-huh. I honestly just feel like the writer doesn't want to give you the old Gohan, the serious, great fighter Gohan. I feel like you'll never get that Gohan battle that people want. But let's be real. We never got that Gohan, though. We did. For Super a, Saiyan 2 Gohan. A brief second, and then even Cell. when he fought so, he was getting emotional. Remember? He, he was like, well, that he didn't work. He, he got cocky. No, he got emotional when, when Goku blew himself up because he couldn't handle it. Remember? Yeah. And then he started crying. And then... Well, that was his dad. Yeah, but still, <laughs> you know, he, he's such a basket case. And even when he got serious fighting Majin Buu... He got you know, cocky. He got cocky. He didn't get emotional with Majin Buu. He got cocky. Yeah, but... And then we he got ne- absorbed. And then never again have we seen that Gohan exactly. ever. That's what I'm saying. We're like, not going to get that Gohan, I don't think. People... I think because people were so ready for Gohan to be that powerful and surpass everyone again. And just make Goku, like, the next guy. Right. Be, I think the writer wants to avoid that at all costs and give people no hope of that happening whatsoever. 
I guess and so. I think that's why he does that. What he does to Gohan. So we we transition from that Gohan battle. We see Tapo, you know, still on the stage and still cocky the way he is, rightfully so, because he's he's busting people's uh, heads up 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 Do upside the head. Do you think we're gonna see Tapo power up the way? Yes. We seen Jiren yes. and Dispo in the preview. I definitely think that Tapo was holding back, especially the fact that he grabbed Seventeen's arms so easily and just was about to break it with no problem whatsoever i definitely feel like he's holding back especially the fact that he fought goku at uh, the blue ko ken yeah he was he's definitely holding back so we're gonna see some kind of battle happen um i'm just waiting for 17 to get eliminated at this point um not to say he's wasting space but i feel like we yeah, already have to go. we yeah. already have our, our our chess match set uh Next, we're going to transition to Frieza, and do you say Despo or Dispo? I don't know. It's, it's Dispo. Dispo? Okay. Uh, we see that, you know, he, he's feeling very cocky out there slamming Frieza with that epic flash tail maneuver that he did. Um, Frieza just no-selling it, getting up, dusting off his shoulder, and just feeling very annoyed at him. How do you feel that this fight's going to go ahead? We only got a brief second of it, but do you feel that Freezer now is like, all right, I need to get myself in motion and start being well, serious? I, I told you he was going to go Golden Freezer. Not in this one, though. Not in this one, but in the next one. Because I think that he, he's he been doing a really good job of doing what he, what he told himself he was going to do. He's going to hold back. He has been conserving. But, but I think he's pissed him off enough to the point where he's like, all right, I'm going to eliminate you. So at this point, do you would you rather see because the next episode we're gonna see Despo and Freezer and Gohan in some kind of triangle battle? Do you would you rather see not do you see but would you rather see Gohan still take on Tapo one on one or at this point would you rather see Frieza take on Tapo with that golden form? Um, I think I don't I don't think I'd favor one more over the other. Okay, even though I do like Gohan more, obviously. I think I would I would love to see either one of them take on one of them one on one whether it was Dispo or Tapo because I honestly looked down upon Dispo me too but after seeing him power up in the next episode I feel like okay maybe he's more than what I I granted him for maybe maybe and uh, maybe we're just counting him out as yeah. well too but me personally not that I'm counting Gohan out but I feel like not that I'm giving up on him I just feel like there's no progression with his character and with seven minutes left in the tournament I don't see a progression with his character uh, even with the preview for the next episode saying Gohan's last stand it's like what are we talking about here like is Gohan that much of a throwaway character right now or are we going to see possibly a 17 seat on the, on the stage and Gohan be eliminated I don't want that to happen but it's like he's being treated as a throwaway character compared to a Frieza Vegeta or Goku right now yeah. so I don't know maybe I favor seeing a Frieza topple battle only for the fact that I want to see Frieza at his point against somebody at his limit breaker if you will so that would be interesting I guess maybe for this tournament I could definitely see Gohan grow after this if they do a time jump but definitely like to see Frieza have his moment now which I feel like we were robbed as well too you, you think we're robbed of Frieza progressing? Um, no, just having this moment, I guess. I feel like the only moment we really uh, had was that that epic uh, last episode with Universe 11 when they did that freaking quadruple cannon blast they did yeah. to the robot. Yeah. <laughs> that was his only real moment. Now I want to see Frieza have like a one-on-one -on -one battle with somebody, whether it be with Gohan, whether it be with Tapo, even with Despo as well, too. I want him to have that 
that last the moment we remember for the season. But um, I digress with that. We go back into um, Jiren and Goku. Once again, we're seeing um, Goku pull out all the stops, even throwing out a Destructo disc. How did you feel about that? That was great because it made sense. I mean, we've always seen Goku pick up his techniques off of other people, yep. seeing them do it, and then just copying it. Like, especially his favorite move, the Kamehameha. He's just seen Master Oshi do it one time. And he was like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah. Let yeah. me try. Yeah. Master Oshi's like, oh, it took me 100 years. And then Goku <laughs> does it when he's like five. <laughs> Against a car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was, that was cool. And then, you know, he used it not just as Krillin uses it, but... Um, as strategy. Strategy, yeah. Which Krillin did use it against him when he was sparring, but, you know, Goku ever take, ever always takes things to the next level. Exactly. And seeing Jiren punch those Destructo discs yes. was great. Yes, and even send it back at him. Yeah, we've never seen that before. <laughs> that, that was just ridiculous. And even to the point where Goku actually threw out like a, what do you call it, a Destructo disc hex, hex almost? A hexoblade. A hexoblade, where basically it was a, a hidden Destructo blade that disc that um, cut off half the, the arena trying to eliminate Jiren in the process, which almost happened, but then we see this... How powerful Jiren really is. He he Jumps looks off at, of pebbles. Off of pebbles. <laughs> He's hopping <laughs> off of pebbles to come back onto the ring. So his power is just so ex- extraordinary. I don't know what to expect in the next seven minutes. But definitely Jiren comes back. Um, and then lighting up Goku with, I guess, serious punches as, uh, was it Universe's 3's uh, King Kai? What, what is he? Supreme Kai? Um, what do you mean? What what is the Kai for universe for that universe? The Supreme Kai. Yeah. So he he was saying these are serious punches that that Jiren's giving. Oh, simple punches. Simple is it simple punches? Yeah, simple okay, punches. so see, they're simple punches. So regular punches that don't require even Jiren to even land on Goku's face. It's just air punches that he's hitting Goku and knocking him out. One uh, hitting him so hard that it knocked him out of blue and almost knocked him cold. How did you feel about Jiren now, like given more of a taste of his true power? I like it because we don't have to wait so long to see him give a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Like with Beerus, we only got to see him at like what, 1%? Well, we got a full movie for or, Beerus. Or maybe 5% <laughs> yeah. at most and for a few minutes. Yeah. And yeah, it was cool, but we never got to see Beerus ever try and take on Goku again. At even like 12% power or something like that. And I feel like we're going to get that battle soon. I think I don't know because they've made Beerus into such a mush character that True. they might just throw him aside like Kami. I don't know. I don't. I wouldn't say that. Well, it's it's difficult. I think they they, they already, do that a lot in Dragon Ball. They like, shot themselves in the foot as soon as they made like Beerus love like pudding and stuff like yeah. that. So it's like you can't have a god destruction, but make him want freaking ice cream all day. It kind of it, it's off balance a little bit. Yeah, it's all right though. Um, so we get into the final moments of the episode where we're seeing Goku just out of. Out of blue form, doesn't know what to do. We see Vegeta get up with a lot of pride, saying that he, you know, um, he won't be put down by anybody. He still it has that same pride, and he still wants to win the tournament to get the um, was it the um, what kind of Dragon Balls are these the again? Super Dragon Balls. Super Dragon Balls to resurrect um, was it Universe Six? Yes. So he could get that Saiyan race back again. Like, I, I knew that that was his goal. That he really wanted to get that Saiyan race yeah. back again. And um, it's nice to see Go- um, Gohan. Look at me. Um, he's on my mind. That's why he knows he's getting <laughs> robbed. It's nice to see Vegeta having a sort, of, uh, a sort of pride. But not for himself. For his people. Yeah. 
And even though he doesn't have his quintessential people anymore in his universe... It's interesting that he doesn't wish back his own people and instead wishes back his people from another universe. I can see why, though. Vegeta's been on Earth so long that the savagery of the Saiyan universe in, that uni- in Universe 7, I think he doesn't care for that anymore. I think he, he sees that as beneath him, as just, they're just savages. Whereas in, in Universe 6, he sees those Saiyans as a society still. Yeah. I, I think he sees us like someone that he can mold into something great, or already something great that he could be part of, like a family almost. Yeah. Whereas, you know, in his old, you know, going back to Planet Vegeta, his, his dad was slapping him around. Everybody was slapping him around. Everybody was just beastly. It was just barbaric. Whereas this is a little bit more sophisticated. I think he wants that. It's, it's almost regal in a way. Yeah, that's true. Because he isn't that conquering planets type guy he's a dad civilizations <laughs> but he is that power hungry guy yes time. definitely 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 i like to see that that's his motivation right there uh especially to the point where he ascended his blue form which he finally saw we saw go uh goku do his um ko ken plus blue and we were wondering what was gonna happen with vegeta like oh i guess he's gonna power up again but no like you saw the hair kind of change a little bit um uh, his hair kind of looked like um Super Vegeta hair. Yes. It looks like it, how Super Vegeta first formed. The muscles got a little bit brolic. Uh, but not to the point where he was slowed down. Exactly. It looks like his hair was just expanding a little bit. And it just, was it darker or lighter? Because I saw it, I, at first it looked like it was getting lighter. I don't know. I think it was just the color changes. Okay. But I think for the most part, his hair just got longer and whiter. You know, according to what they were saying, I think Weiss or somebody else was saying... That is uh, his limit breaker. I think that's what they're going to call it now, the limit breaker. So that's Vegeta's final form right now that we know of. So it's nice to see Vegeta get a form. I think this, what they're saying right now is that that's the full extent of Super Saiyan Blue. Super okay. Saiyan. Do you because, think um, Goku has that ability as well too? Or do you think that he just uses Kaioken as, as that next step? Uh, I think he could hit that if he wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um... You know, I think he'd probably try because he has K.O. Ken as backup. I think maybe K.O. Ken is just easier to fall back on. Okay. Maybe because it's something he's used to. Exactly. And I was reading and it looks like there is no Super Saiyan 2 for Super Saiyan Blue. Which which we thought we both thought in the last episode. Yeah. They both were getting. But when we find out, it's just the animation and the that creator. They can only just... go Super Saiyan and Super Saiyan Blue. Exactly. It looked like it, though. Which is nice because I... It's that means that we'd have to get something new and not like oh we're back to Super Saiyan two again just with some type of addition to it. It looked good though. It looked, I, I, I'm happy to see Vegeta ascend again yeah. and not just fall back on um, whatever Goku does. He has something to himself now he could use. Um, we get to see Goku and um, Vegeta tag team against Jiren successfully as well too, throwing uncoordinated attacks to throw Jiren off his game, and it seems to be working. But you know that's for the next episode, or at least for two episodes after this, where we're gonna see um, Vegeta and Goku at their full power, at their full might, take on Jiren. How do you think that's gonna go? This a prediction. That's the thing too. Even with the next episode. Being the title is all about Gohan. Yeah. The preview is all about Gohan. I bet you get five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. The writer does that. And it's like, why are you even trying to make this episode seem like it's about someone mm-hmm. when we all know you're going to make it about Goku and Vegeta at some point in the episode? Exactly. And yeah, we might get a little bit of Gohan shine, but we're probably going to 
get that robbed like last time when he was taking on the robots and Goku was like, oh, let me steal that punch for you real quick. Yeah, that's what it really was. There's uh, some little Gohan jabs in there like, oh, you're, you you didn't have that. I, I, I don't know why that's so intentional. I, I Maybe it's because, you know, the, the showrunner just feels that we all want Gohan to succeed, but it's his own like sandbox, it's his own world. He's like, you know, I, I want you guys to feel that way. But I love my characters. Yeah, it's like he wants you to have, he wants you to keep your Gohan love. Yeah. But he wants you to understand Gohan's place is will always be beneath his father. And that's everywhere. Look, look, look at even pro wrestling. You have like the old school of Vince McMahon having that one guy like like a Hulk Hogan or John Cena. You have other characters you could love, but my main guy is Hulk Hogan. My main guy is John Cena. No matter what. So. I think he feels that that, that, that that kind of falls to the same trope as well, too, that a showrunner is always going to love his main character and dry him out as much as he can. But it seems to be working with Goku. Goku is always ever-changing. There's never been a stale point in Goku's tenure where you feel like, oh, it's the same Goku all the time. Ever-evolving. So maybe that's the, I guess, the recipe for a successful character. Yeah, possibly. It's interesting to see, now that we know that there can't be a Super Saiyan 2 for Super Saiyan Blue, Yeah. what will be like the next power-up? Cause I, I really do think it's um, it's gonna be Ultra Instinct. Well, yeah, Ultra Instinct, but like, and then from there to see where you can actually power up to. Yeah, so like, will he just get new? Maybe not new forms, where it like surpasses that form, but like a totally different form on its own. It'll be interesting. It'll that's be interesting. what Ultra Instinct is. It's not like a. It's not even like a part of being Super Saiyan. It's not. It's, it's not. its own thing. Exactly. Which makes me feel like I think Freezer could get that. I'm, I'm going to stick to that. I'm going to stick to that until the season ends. Oh, I yeah, feel I, that. Anyone could get it. We already know that. But I think that's why he's eyeing down so much of what Goku's doing so that he can do that. So he can be relevant. So when he, when he goes to hell, he has something to back up with. Because they're going to eventually send him back to hell after this tournament. Possibly. Definitely. I don't Goku think Goku already is... said he's gonna wish him back, and you know Goku doesn't go back on his word. I don't know. He said he's gonna pay everybody millions of dollars as well too. How? Oh, that's true. <laughs> but we know Goku to do idiotic things. Yes. And resurrecting Frieza would be one of those things. Okay. Okay. Let's just play creator for a second. Goku wins the tournament. Let's say Vegeta doesn't win, but Goku wins. How many wishes do you get with Super Dragon Balls? Um, one. I mean, I would think it's one because. Those wishes are, like, more powerful than any other Dragon Ball wish. Exactly. So, you would think the thing to do is to bring He's back... He's not going to use that wish to wish back Frieza. Exactly. He's going to use the Earth's Dragon Balls to do that. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that'd be a waste of a wish if your Earth Dragon Balls could do it. Be interesting. But then, you know, you got to think about this. He'd probably wish back all the other universes, to be honest. I think that's what would Easily, happen. Easily, Goku yes. would do that. Easily. Exactly. Because, you know what, it would be weird if we get these seven minutes finishing and then we don't get no, I guess, payback for future with Jiren or Tapo. I could definitely see Goku going to these universes and having adventures with these people. Oh yeah, definitely. Goku's not someone who's going to wish for money. Nope. Or immortality or power or anything like that. Exactly. So it's easily, I could see Goku doing that. For Vegeta, Mm. I... I could see him either doing that or only wishing Universe 6 I could see only Universe 6 back. That's the thing. Because I could easily see him wishing only Universe 6 back. But I could also see the writer, like, you know, using that as a plot twist. And showing, like, this is a little bit of the lovey-dovey side of Vegeta that you don't get to see very often. 
the dad role of Vegeta. Yeah. Seven minutes in the tournament left. Ha- have your feelings changed that you think is still going to be Goku during last episode? Finishing it off? Or do you think that's kind of do- going sideways and you're seeing something different now? I still think Goku and Jiren. Final two. That's it. Final two. If we even get a final two. Okay. Which I still think we can. But if we don't, I still think that... Um, I honestly think that Vegeta will stay in longer than Gohan. Well, and seventeen. I think it would have to be a final, uh, the final two, because if that's the case, odds are Universe Seven still has the odds against them, as far as numbers go. So time lapses, they still win. Yeah, as numbers. Uh, So I, I do think the next episode we're gonna get elimination, definitely. I'd uh, I'd be sad if it was. I would definitely be sad if it was Gohan and Seventeen stood there. I wouldn't be mad. I'd just be a little disappointed. Oh yeah, I'd be heavily disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> and then it'd be like those moments where, like when Piccolo said, "You could still go much farther." Yeah. Or that moment where him and Frieza eyed down each other. It's like moments like that. Like, what was the point of putting those moments into the show? If it wasn't going to lead up to anything. Well, we get that for next episode. We get the the eye scolding from both of them still. We get to see Gohan at ultimate, but I'm not too sure. Because he looks like he's power enough for something big. So I'm not too sure what it is. No, it doesn't look like he's beyond ultimate. Mm-mm. Not beyond, but it looks like he's charging up for something big. Yeah. So I'm not too sure if that's for Despro or if that's for Frieza. Not too sure yet. I don't yet. think he's fighting Frieza yet. Okay. Now, now while Dispo's still in there, because Dispo pissed off Frieza pretty well, so... But do you really think that at this point in time, like, they're both gonna... Both gonna actually come come together and fight in the tournament? Um, I honestly think that the... I honestly don't think that Frieza would like to fight with any of the Saiyans, simply because they're Saiyans. But I do think that because Dispo hates... Um, because Frieza hates Dispo so much, uh, Frieza will be willing to fight alongside, not, maybe not alongside Gohan, but I definitely think that because um, Dispo's a threat, Gohan just will happen to be going after him for some reason and not against Tapo. And so that will lead up to Gohan and Frieza go, both going against Dispo. Maybe not together and coordinated, coordinated like the androids would, but just... At the same time. Definitely, definitely. I agree with you. Well, that concludes this episode of Dragon's Den. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, until next time, I'm Val. This is j Dog. You guys have a great day. Hey, guys. Val here. Thanks again for tuning in. Um, I really do appreciate you guys supporting the podcast. If you can, rate, review, subscribe, tell your friends. Sideshow Conversations on Bumpers, on Podcast Republic, as always on iTunes as well too at Sideshow Conversations. You can reach me over here on Bumpers Val Cisco, Twitter at Uncanny underscore V, and on Instagram Val Cisco. Also at Sideshow Conversations, me, J Dog, J Rance. We're all on the Facebook page as well too, so you can come chat with us, let us, let us know how you feel about the podcast. And just ideas you want to throw around as well, too. Um, yeah, you can also reach me, my co-host, Jay Rance, at the Kamora Chronicles, MMA Podcast, by the fans, for the fans. Also on iTunes, Bumpers, etc. 
So thank you. Rate, review, and subscribe. Later.